More children are being harmed while in the care of Oranga Tamariki. Its latest figures are the worst since the Ministry for Children began publicly reporting them in 2018. 486 babies, children and teenagers in care suffered 742 instances of harm in the year to mid-2021. That's 8% of children in care suffering harm, up from under 6% in 2018. Most harm was physical and it sometimes left children with bruises or welts. Neglect figures have also risen, while emotional and sexual harm figures stayed steady. Oranga Tamariki says pandemic stresses might be playing a part in the rise in harm. Attempts to get trapped civilians out of areas of Ukraine under Russian bombardment have stalled. Ukraine's Deputy Prime Minister Irina Vereschuk says no humanitarian corridors will open today and has warned that Russian forces could stage what she called provocations. The BBC's Anna Foster reports. The mayor of Mariupol probably puts it the best when he says that that city is on the verge of a humanitarian catastrophe. There are still around 160,000 civilians who are trapped there. The city is entirely encircled by Russian forces. They have no electricity. He says they're running perilously low on vital things like food and water and medicine. So what he wants is for that city to be completely evacuated. Principals say they're managing day by day as the COVID-19 Omicron surge keeps thousands of children home from school. Education ministry figures show about 200,000 children have been staying home each day through the month of March. The virus is affecting most Canterbury schools. And the region's primary principals association president, Sandy Hastings, says they're coping well although it is hard to know what to expect each day. You'd never know from one day to the next how many people you're going to have turn up at school, and that's not just children but staff. And sometimes you don't know how many children are going to turn up until after 9 o'clock and the roll's been taken. With staff, you, you may know by half past 7 in the morning who you're going to have on site. It can be quite tricky if you suddenly get a, a, a little bit of a spike. Sandy Hastings says schools are losing not only teachers but also support staff and managers because of the virus. Dead salmon are being dumped in record quantities in Blenheim as major stock losses are being reported at New Zealand King Salmon Farms in the Marlborough Sounds. A spokesperson for environmental watchdog group Guardians of the Sounds, Claire Pinder, says the amount of dead fish ending up in landfill is appalling. New Zealand King Salmon's pinning its hopes on a new application to establish a 1,000 hectare farm on the edge of Cook Strait on the expectation that it will be successful in the cooler waters of Cook Strait. The problem is it's not cooler. There have been temperatures in the range of 18 to 19 degrees this summer, well above the optimum range of 12 to 16 degrees. Records show 243 tonnes of fish waste was dumped in December, but in February that figure jumped to 632 tonnes. Jacinda Ardern does not expect her Labour Party to win the Tauranga seat at the upcoming by-election. It's been triggered by the resignation of National MP Simon Bridges, who's held the seat since 2008. Mr Bridges is leaving politics to explore commercial opportunities and to spend time with his family. Jacinda Ardern says Labour has not won Tauranga since the 1930s. So uh, we don't expect there to be a change in that fairly strong record in one direction. Jacinda Ardern has received advice from the Electoral Commission about possible dates for the Tauranga by-election and expects to confirm soon when it will be held. Authorities in Australia say a renewed flood threat for the already sodden parts of New South Wales could be life-threatening 
as some residents are put back under evacuation orders. Residents have been evacuated from parts of north and south Lismore and low-lying parts of Kyogle because of a moderate to major flood warning for the Wilsons River. The Australian Defence Force, State Emergency Service and the New South Wales Police have been involved in helping people to get out. New rules regarding student welfare in halls of residence are being closely monitored by student leaders. The Education Code of Practice requires accommodation providers to train staff properly and have clear emergency plans. The code was prompted by a student's death that went unnoticed for weeks in a University of Canterbury hall in 2019. The university says it is confident it's meeting the new code. The Union of Students Association's president, Andrew Lascelles, says students and residential advisers can't afford another year of poor welfare. In sport, the Blues coach Leon McDonald says Bowdoin Barrett is showing positive signs in his recovery from his latest head knock over the weekend, with no ongoing symptoms of concussion. All Blacks' first five Barrett was injured in the Blues' Super Rugby victory over the Highlanders in Dunedin on Saturday, weeks after saying he feared his career was over due to concussion symptoms. The Tactics beat the Magic 61-54 in Tauranga last night to claim their first win of the ANZ Netball Premiership season. A group of more than 70 current and former Canadian gymnasts have called for an independent investigation into what they describe as a toxic culture and abusive practices within their sport in the country. Former England cricket captain Michael Atherton believes current skipper Joe Root should step down following yesterday's 10-wicket defeat by the West Indies in the deciding third test. And Spain's Catalonia and Aragon regions have reached an agreement to submit a joint bid to host the 2030 Winter Olympics. That's the news. It's time. Time to get your shed-dried firewood sorted. It's time. Shed-dry gum, pine, old man, mac. It's time. Coastal Landscape Supplies Waikanae can also deliver. It's time. They also have sacks of kindling and pine cones in store too. It's time. Call today or check them out online. It's time. Coastal Landscape Supplies Waikanae. Shed-dry firewood available now. It's time. Post Access Radio Weather, courtesy of the Dominion Post. Good morning, the time 7 past 6, a nice Tuesday morning, Tuesday 29th of March. In fact, a number of heavenly bodies have lined up this morning. If you can see the crescent moon and the planet Venus, apparently there are also views of Mars and Saturn all around it. They've lined up quite nicely, apparently, so have a look at that. The forecast for today, another Basically fine day, just a bit of morning cloud about, then fine, and light southerlies. 23 expected in the region today. Now, yesterday we had 22. I see central Otago yesterday. They said it was 28. Blimey. So 23 today, 15 overnight tonight. Tomorrow, partly cloudy and southerlies. Again, 23 or 24 in the region. By Thursday, fine with light winds. We should be driving on Transmission Gully by Thursday. 21. And then Friday, the 1st of April, cloud increasing southerlies, 20. Now into Wellington, be prepared for a little bit of patchy drizzle this evening, otherwise mostly cloudy and southerlies, a high of 19 in the city today, 22 in Manawatu, partly cloudy and southeasterlies. No gale warnings out to sea. The situation, a low lies northeast of Gisborne, directing a weakening south to southeasterly flow over the North Island, while a ridge lies over the South Island. The low moves away slowly 
to the northwest today, and a weak ridge extends onto the North Island tomorrow. A trough moves on to the lower South Island Thursday. On Friday, high pressure builds to the east of the South Island. Our Kapiti Recreational Marine Forecast today for the inshore waters from Waitereere to Pukerua Bay and out to Kapiti Island till midnight tonight. Southerly winds 10 knots, but variable 5 north of Otaki, becoming southwest 10 knots everywhere for a time in the afternoon. Sea slight and mainly fine weather. And tomorrow, variable 5 knots, but southwest 10 in the afternoon and partly cloudy. Doesn't appear to be any significant swell. Next tide will be high tide at 20 to 9. Then low tide at 10 to 3 this afternoon, sunrise 28 to 8 this morning. So a nice view of the moon and the planets. Sunset 18 past 7, mainly fine this morning. Just the odd cloudy bit here and there. Very light east-southeasterly. Pressure a little down on yesterday, 1,018, 95% humidity. 12 in Pukadua Bay, 11 for Paikakariki, Otaki 10. Levin 10, 12 and a half in Foxton and Shannon 12. Palmerston North a little warmer with the easterly 15 degrees. Wellington City a bit cloudy with a moderate southerly 12 and a half in town. It's 11 in Waikanae and just 9 degrees in Poroporomu. Again, traffic reasonably light this morning as you head southbound. No major problems through Horta Whenua and Kapiti at the merge point. All merging fairly freely at the moment around Mackay's as you head on State Highway 59. Yes, this time Thursday, less than 48 hours in theory, you should be on Transmission Gully. Those are the official words we'll see. But at the moment, traffic's flowing well. State Highways 1 and 59, a little busy south of Paikakariki at this time of the morning, as it tends to be, but up Pukadua Bay Hill. Generally light traffic, otherwise good driving conditions for you this morning. Nothing really to impair your journey. No crashes or accidents. Continuing roadworks in parts of Horta Whenua State Highway 57, Ada Paipai Road and so on. Further north looks good through the central North Island Desert Road area. Take care. Let us know if you come across anything else. So far, so good. Just spoke with train control. They say the trains are on schedule this morning on the Kapiti Line. MetLink Capital Connection will leave on time again. Maybe some disruptions later in the day due to staff shortages. But all trains all day today. No scheduled bus replacements today or this week. So all good at the moment with the trains. Local buses are fine. Yeah, Chatham should get away at 5 to 7 from Kapiti Coast Airport. Wellington Airport on the big board. Arrivals and departures at the moment showing to be as scheduled, all on time, this morning until early afternoon. And as far as the ferries go, Bluebridge sailing to schedule. The inter-island sailings, I see there's a Valentine. Is that a new ferry? Leaving at 6.30, mainly freight this morning. The Valentine, they say, for the inter-islander. And then the Kairahi departing at 8.45. Interesting. Commuter information here at Coast Access Radio, your local community access station. Go and view the moon before it... Gets a bit light. And all the other planets, 11 minutes past 6. The latest in world news now from DW Deutsche Welle. This is DW News live from Berlin. A grim warning from Mariupol. The mayor of the Ukrainian port says Russia's siege has killed thousands. He's accusing Moscow of trying to wipe the city off the face of the earth. This comes as talks aimed at ending the conflict are set to resume on Tuesday in Turkey. Also coming up, a refugee emergency. EU ministers hold crisis talks to decide how to accommodate the nearly 4 million Ukrainians who've been forced to flee the country. 
And German Chancellor Olaf Scholz says the EU should begin membership talks with Albania and North Macedonia to prevent Russian interference in the Balkans. Plus, an onstage slap stuns the audience at the Oscars. Actor Will Smith hits Chris Rock in the face after the comedian makes a joke about Smith's wife. I'm Anya Coopers-McKinnon. Thanks so much for joining us. The mayor of Mariupol in southern Ukraine says the city is on the brink of a humanitarian catastrophe and must be completely evacuated as soon as possible. Mariupol has endured relentless bombardment from Russian forces in recent weeks. And Mayor Vadim Boychenko says that around 160,000 civilians remain in the city without power. There is growing concern that the city could soon fall under Russian control. Meanwhile, ahead of cease talks, uh, uh, ceasefire talks between Russia and Ukraine in Turkey on Tuesday, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has signaled a potential diplomatic opening, saying his team was carefully studying Moscow's demand for Ukrainian neutrality. Security guarantees and neutrality, non-nuclear status of our country. We are ready to go for it. That's the most important point. It was the main point for the Russian Federation. That's why they started this war. And for the latest, we're joined now from the Ukrainian capital, Kyiv, by DW correspondent Matthias Berlinger. Matthias, tell us, what might a possible compromise for a, a ceasefire look like from a Ukrainian perspective? Well, a compromise will be not where the Ukraine, where Ukraine sees the likely outcome. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a compromise. And I wouldn't uh, think too much about the outcome of any of these talks right now. For now, I think uh, this is decided on the battlefield and the, any compromise will be uh, reached when one of the sides feels the need to back down. And uh, this is not what we are seeing right now. We have seen some... Um, readiness to talk by Russia that was in the beginning saying that uh, they were uh, they, they basically just stating their demands. Uh, Zelensky has said they were basically setting an ultimatum. Um, and uh, we see some things that uh, Zelensky has brought in this neutrality issue. But it, I, also here I wouldn't see too much of a... Um, of a, of a position to give in here. He said he would be ready to discuss this, but that also this had to be uh, confirmed in a referendum uh, so he would not take the responsibility for this hugely unpopular uh, uh, comp for a comp compromise that would be so hugely unpopular. I don't see that these talks um, are serving in, uh, at anything uh, beyond keeping the channels open, trying to feel the positions. I don't think they're going towards any result at the moment, so it doesn't make sense to talk about outcomes yet. Give us a sense of the situation on the ground in Kiev, where you are, with this new round of negotiations about to start. Yeah, in Kiev, uh, the situation is unchanged. What we're hearing is that around the city in the northeast and in the northwest and in the east, uh, 
uh, yesterday there was fierce fighting. We could hear it here in the city that the shelling was more intense than otherwise. Um, and it's uh, quite calm now. We've heard that Ukrainian forces have regained some territory there. Um, otherwise, life is going on here. The city has been surrounded for, from uh, uh, about 180 degrees, so about half of the ring of the city is closed um, since almost since the beginning of the war, so there are not so many changes and uh, these negotiations, of course, people are following after them, but what's more important for their life now is what's going on in the fighting zones and what's going on in the places where the refugees come from. Uh, this is what people look at, not so much at these negotiations. DW correspondent Matthias Berlinger reporting from Kiev. Thank you. Now, the German Chancellor Olaf Scholz has called for EU accession talks for Albania and North Macedonia to begin as soon as possible. Scholz made the comments after a meeting with Sweden's Prime Minister Magdalena Andersson here in Berlin. He said it was important that the EU sped up talks with the two Balkan nations to prevent them being pulled into Russia's sphere of influence. Scholz and Andersson also discussed, discussed the question of Swedish neutrality as the country considers nation. Membership. Anderson said EU membership meant Sweden was no longer a neutral country. His German Chancellor Olaf Scholz. Magdalena and myself agree that we want to strengthen the EU and make it more resilient as well. The turning point in history is something that means we must achieve real progress within the European Union. Thus, we talked about the fact that the time has come to have the Albanian and Macedonian accession talks begin as soon as possible. Otherwise, these Balkan states will be vulnerable for Russian influencing. And we need to strengthen our capacity in a number of different ways. Now, DW spoke to Swedish Prime Minister Magdalena Andersson after that press conference, and we asked her about Scholz's comments about EU accession talks with Albania and North Macedonia. Here's what she had to say. Well, I mean, countries should be able to join the European Union when they are ready for it. And I think it's important that all countries can have a process coming closer to a European uh, membership. And, and from a Swedish perspective, we have been supporting countries, for instance, Ukraine, uh, to help build uh, their institutions to become so they could come closer to becoming members of the European Union. Attacking Ukraine was not only an attack on Ukraine, but also on the European security order, which means that every country can make their decision themselves. So, of course, Sweden, we have the right to do the decision that we think is right for our country. But, of course, when we do, do that, we have to uh, weigh all the different risks with the different options that we have. The situation in uh, around the Baltic Sea has changed after Russia's uh, invasion of Ukraine. We've had a deteriorating uh, security situation around the Baltic for a long time, but this was really a shift. What we have done from a Swedish perspective during the last years is to increase our defense spending. And we will also follow Germany to go up to 2% of GDP. But we also increased our uh, bilateral, multilateral cooperation, like being a partner to NATO. We have a very clo close cooperation to, with uh, Finland, but also with the Joint Expeditionary Force with, with other countries. And we will continue in this direction. But we also have a discussion with the other parties in Parliament to analyze the situation and see what that means for uh, how we will act in the future. 
Now, more than half of Ukraine's children have been displaced by the war with huge implications for their development and education. Some Ukrainian teachers are trying to keep up the school routine using the Internet to teach children now scattered across Europe. We met a young schoolgirl who fled to Germany but is still attending classes run from back home in Ukraine. It's 8 o'clock in the western German city of Bonn. The first lesson of the day is starting for Nastya Habar. It's an online lesson. Normally she would be in Kyiv at her school right now. But at the beginning of March, she had to flee Ukraine together with her family because of the war. It is quite important to stay in touch with teachers and classmates. We all need that in this situation. That way we get to see how all of us are doing. That way everyone knows that I'm doing well. Today, Olena Trotz is giving the lesson. Before the war began, they could all be at school together. Now, most of her classmates are scattered all over Europe. That's why Olena teaches them digitally. She's still in Kyiv. It's dangerous to stay at home. But teaching the children distracts me from the reality we live in. I would like to close my eyes and wake up in another life. But unfortunately, that is not possible. Nastya, along with her sister and mother, has been placed with a host family in Germany. This gives them security for the time being. Nevertheless, like thousands of Ukrainian children, the kids are now missing important lessons at school. That's why they'll soon be enrolled in Germany. Until then, online lessons help them. I do exercises with them. I paint with them. We carve and glue. We make all kinds of artwork. This gives them strength. It gives them courage and also confidence for the future. Thanks for doing the shopping today. We need lots of things for the party. Nastya is in Germany. Her classmates in Poland, the Czech Republic and Slovenia. But her teacher manages to reach them all. EU interior ministers have met in Brussels for talks on how to deal with the millions of refugees fleeing the fighting in Ukraine. They discussed a range of issues, including the distribution of refugees across member states, as well as financial support. Ministers agreed on the creation of an EU platform to register those seeking temporary protection. Poland alone has taken in more than two million people from neighboring Ukraine since the start of the Russian invasion. And DW correspondent Christine Mundwa is covering today's meeting in Brussels. Christine, has a decision now been reached in Brussels on how refugees from Ukraine should be distributed in the EU in the future? Anya, the distribution of Ukrainian uh, refugees across the EU member states was one of the main talking points in today's meeting. And we know that they've not agreed on anything in the sort of a quota system, so to say. Um, and it is still up to the member states to, to step up and voluntarily take up more migrants. What the Commission has said it will do is it will set up an index that it says uh, will measure uh, a member state's 
all existing burden, for example, Poland having taken in the majority of refugees already, as well as capacity, and on the basis of that, perhaps encourage a member state uh, to do more uh, to alleviate the burden uh, on others. Uh, they've also talked about uh, this uh, distributing the refugees across EU member states and, and incentivizing refugees uh, to, to leave Poland. As you know, Poland is, of course, closer to home for a lot of the Ukrainian women and children that have fled. Um, from a language perspective, it's much easier to assimilate in Poland. They know people there. Uh, the, the Commission's message was to member states to do more to incentivize uh, refugees, Ukrainian refugees, to come over to their territories. They've also discussed uh, involving third countries, uh, the United Kingdom, the United States and Canada, uh, to help alleviate the burden on the European Union as well. Mm -hmm. uh, it, we have to point out here that the, the flow of arrivals has reduced dramatically. At, at the peak of the migration flows, about 250,000 migrants were coming into the European Union every day. That number is down to about 40,000. Uh, but from the Commission's perspective, because of the unpredictable nature of what's going on in Ukraine, these plans are now in place uh, so that if things deteriorate, the bloc's ready to do even more. Now, Israel has hosted the foreign ministers of the United States and four Arab countries in a historic meeting. The summit was overshadowed by an attack by the so-called Islamic State in the northern city of Hadera. Two gunmen opened fire before being shot dead by police. The Negev summit brought together Israel and three of the signatories to the 2020 Abraham Accords. They aim to normalize ties between Israel and a number of Arab countries. Delegates said the summit was a step towards jointly confronting terrorism and regional threats. Had a glass accident? Or perhaps the ranch slider doesn't? Slide, that is. The rollers don't roll. Are your windows sticky? Or are they leaky? Leaking cold grass. Sounds like you need to call Simon of iGlaze. Simon is an NZQA accredited glazier. He does it all. Glazing locks, rollers, hinges, seals, any and all windows, ranch sliders, glass maintenance, bathroom glass. He'll do it all. So give him a call. 021 271 Or pop into Olive Grove and ask Fleur, Hey, where's Simon of iGlaze? Good morning, Coast Access Radio, 26 past 6. More news from PMN News at 6.30. We'll check weather for here and the central region and the main centres and have a look at today's Dominion Post newspaper. We're less than 48 hours, 48 hours away from the opening of Transmission Gully, we think. Early Thursday morning is the word, so we'll see. Well, mind you, that's the last day of March, so it will open Transmission Gully and have a look at the crescent moon, and you'll see Venus, and there's a couple of other planets in sight, Mars and Saturn. don't know whether you can see the rings of Saturn, but they're there. They're all sort of in alignment this morning. Nothing like heavenly bodies first thing in the morning, eh? You fill up my senses Like night in a forest like the mountains in springtime, like a walk in the rain, like a storm in the desert, like a sleepy blue 
ocean. You fill up my senses. Come fill me again. Come let me love you. Let me give my life to you. Let me drown in your laughter. Let me die in your arms. Let me lay down beside you. Let me always be with you. Come, let me love you. Come, love. The number of deaths from COVID-19 continues to climb, but Pacifica are being hit the hardest. Kalia Strong has more. Pacifica had the highest death rate per 100,000 cases than any other ethnic group in the Omicron outbreak at 38%. Out of the 258 COVID deaths, Pacifica and Māori make up 37%. That's despite Pacifica making up less than 9% of the population. Tefano or Waipurera worker Lorraine Perry says the demand for support from infected families is greater than ever. She says most do have access to a GP, but are embarrassed to use mainstream services. And research on livable income suggests that income inadequacies will still be severe and widespread among benefit recipients, even after the benefit increases kicks in on Friday. The Fair Future Collaboration says that some of the country's worst off families will face a shortfalls of up to $300 a week. Spokesperson Brooke Stanley Powell says the hyped-up income support increases will be too little too late for most people. People who are living on benefits or surviving through poverty 
They're quite resilient. They can kind of tolerate and handle quite a lot. They're, they're people. I think that's kind of what we forget, the people that we support. They're struggling with things that other people often take for granted. And the Prime Minister has expressed her concern over a possible militarization of the Pacific. It comes as China looks to station military forces on the Solomon Islands and make regular ship visits to the region. Jacinda Ardern says that she's had conversation with the Solomon Islands Prime Minister Manasseh Sogawari on security arrangements. When it comes to my interaction with the uh, um, Prime Minister of the Solomon Islands, uh, look, I think there's an acknowledgement of the concerns, but also assurances uh, around relationships and uh, the security arrangements that they will be entering into. But obviously, we're, we're not satisfied by that. Meanwhile, New Zealand will send nine Defence Force personnel to the United Kingdom and Belgium for intelligence work after Russia's invention, uh, invasion of Ukraine. Five of the personnel will be specifically involved in analyzing satellite imagery. New Zealand will also send communication equipment to Ukraine provided by Christchurch-based company Tate Communication. And to sports, Warner Pacifica head coach says he backs tonight's captain as Warner takes on the Blues. Jack Lamb will captain the team in place of Sekopi Kipu, who won't be in action tonight. Aaron Major says Lamb leads with action and not just words. Jack's part of our um, leadership group, along with Sekopi, Christian, uh, Iriatra, Nadi as well, who's our vice captain. So we've, we've got some strong leadership there. Uh, Jack will have to make some pretty important decisions, but he, he's a guy that really leads through action. And um, the guys look up to him and he will help inspire them in, in that way. For more, you can visit pmnnews.co.nz. Hi, this is Jean from Cavity Coast Property Management. Are you aware of all the legislation required with your investment property? Not just insulation and smoke alarms, but now heating, ventilation, moisture ingress, drainage and draft stopping. Let me manage these burdens for you. 18 years experience with great fees and service. Contact Jean on 027 682 5399 or check out the website on www.kcpm.co.nz. Coast Access Radio Weather, courtesy of the Dominion Post. Good morning, the time 26 to 7 on this Tuesday, last Tuesday of the month, if that means something to you, 29th of March. Should be a fine day today through Hortofenua and Kapiti, maybe just a little bit of morning cloud, otherwise fine, and southerly winds. 23 expected in the region today, it was 22 officially yesterday, 15 overnight tonight. Tomorrow, again, partly cloudy, south or southeasterly breezes, 23 or 24. Fine day Thursday for the last day of March, light winds in 21. Then April Fool's Day, Friday, cloud increasing southerlies in 20. Into Wellington, mostly cloudy, patchy drizzle this evening, they say, with southerlies in a high of 19. And 22 in Manawatu today, partly cloudy in southeasterlies. Central New Zealand today, Honganui, partly cloudy, southerlies in 22. Taranaki today, partly cloudy, southerlies gradually dying out in 24. To the wider upper today, scattered rain, southerlies 19. Hawke's Bay, rain heavy at times, about the Wairoa district, easing from afternoon, southerlies in 22. Blenheim and Marlborough today, mainly fine, just morning and evening cloud. Could be some patchy drizzle about the coast and the sounds with light winds, 21. 
Off to Auckland today, cloudy periods, chance of a late afternoon or evening shower southwesterlies in 25. Christchurch, cloudy at times, especially this morning and evening, northeasterlies dying out and 19. And Dunedin today, possible drizzle until evening, light winds at 18. Out to sea, no wind warnings, no gale warnings. Doesn't appear to be any significant swell, just a slight sea in the inshore waters today. It'll be high tide in a couple of hours, 20 to 9, then low tide at 10 to 3. Sunrise will be 28 to 8 this morning. It'll be a bit earlier next week when daylight saving finishes. Sunset 18 past 7. It's a fine morning as it lightens up in the northeastern sky. Can you still see the crescent moon and the planets? We have a very light wind from the east-southeast. Pressure at 1,018, 95% humidity. Around the place at the moment, Pukitua Bay 12, 11 in Paikakariki, Otaki 10. Around 9.5 for Levin, 12.5 in Foxton, 12 in Shannon. 12.5 in Wellington City, a little bit of cloud and a moderate southerly. 11 degrees in Waikanae, Poroporamu, still 9 degrees. Nothing major to tell you about on the roads. Traffic seems to be flowing freely enough. No reports of accidents or crashes, no breakdowns. Good driving conditions through Hortofenua and Kapiti. Steady traffic as you head southbound. No delays at the merge point at Mackay's. Theoretically, in two days' time, I won't be saying that. Transmission Gully opens early Thursday, apparently. But at the moment, all good through there this morning. Pretty busy on State Highway 59, bit of traffic south of Paikakariki towards Pukadua Bay, but not enough really to delay you any great times. Further south, light, light to moderate traffic into the city at this stage. Driving conditions good and dry. Usual roadworks in places which you're used to. Further north, central North Island Desert Road, starting to lighten up a little bit of cloud through there. Still wet, Hawke's Bay and Gisborne, even in the wadded upper on the eastern side of the range is a little bit damp. So take care, but highways and roads essentially are open. Train service is running to schedule, but a freight just went through Waikanae this morning. Tends to be about the time. But the Metlink services and the Capital Connection on time or close enough to it. Could be some disruptions again this afternoon with staff shortages. But we're used to that. Buses seem fine. Air Chatham's expected to take off on schedule at 5 to 7 this morning out of Carpety Coast Airport. Big board at Wellington Airport. Just a updating that. Arrivals and departures at the moment on time. And ferries, Bluebridge as scheduled into Rylander. The Valentine departing at 6.30 this morning. I think that's just freight. And the Kairahi at 8.45, expected to sail out of Wellington on time. So there's our commuter information here at Coast Access Radio, your local community access station, Tuesday the 29th of March, 22 to 7. It is Tuesday, isn't it? Tuesday, good morning. You're listening to Todd Zena for breakfast on Coast Access Radio, 104.7 FM. I feel like having a bit of hay out of the mouth. Wow. She tried so hard to hold it back, but the feeling came and spilled her tears around me. I've tasted her love and Shoot for the sun. Never look back, you might care for some. 
set free I wonder what she did To make me long for her Alan O'Day, who had a big, big hit, what, 1977 with that song, Undercover Angel, and one or two others. He wrote songs for other people as well, did Alan O'Day, the late Alan O'Day. Soldier of Fortune. Coast Access Radio, 18 to 7, Tuesday, Todd Zayner for breakfast. Nice Tuesday, the Tuesday walking groups. Out and about today, no problems weather-wise. Enjoy the day as it slowly starts to lighten up. Should be a good day for the Mahada midweek market today also. Check the newspaper in just a moment. It's here. How confused are you about what's going on with COVID restrictions at the moment? It was interesting. I went to the supermarket yesterday, and for the first time in basically two years, I didn't have to scan in QR codes. They're now essentially voluntary, aren't they? They didn't even have the QR codes to scan where I went. They had taken them down. So it's not mandatory to scan in anymore. Correct? But you still need vaccine passes in some businesses until what, next Monday? The 4th? And masks. You don't have to wear masks outdoors. It's a little confusing at the moment. Things will settle down. We almost get back to normal, almost. But we're still in the red traffic light system, which again seems confusing. We'll get there. Right, 17 to 7, let's have a look at today's Dominion Post. Front page, couple of stories. China deal, a surprise. This is all about security in the Solomon Islands. Henare caught off guard by Solomons. That's the Defence Minister, Penny Henare says he was caught off guard by revelations the Solomon Islands and China were forging a security agreement. So read about that and why on the front page. Also, memories of a notorious road about to be bypassed. Transmission gully and so on. 
as it expects. Gully doesn't expect, but we are expecting it to open early Thursday morning, the 31st of March. That is the word, less than 48 hours away. So read about that and some of the memories of the old road and so on. Front page and through the paper. Pages 2 and 3, New Zealand sending officers to Europe to aid Ukraine. Prime Minister says this is about making sure that there's support for Ukraine to undertake its own operations to defend themselves. I'd still like to know, maybe this is me being dumb and stupid, I'd still like to know what is inside the brain of Putin, why he thinks he needs Ukraine. Also, page two, there's a lovely tribute story, formidable advocate for urban Māori community. Read about that on page two. Page three, lovely photo of Dame Jane Campion accepting the award for best director at the Oscars yesterday. Well, we're going to remember the Oscars for something else, aren't we? Also on page three, upgrade work begins on Turnbull House. Parliament grounds also recovering, apparently. So read about that. And a man who escaped custody allegedly sexually assaulted a woman while on the run in the North Island. It's on page three. Page four, Ardern expects seat safe with National. As far as the Tauranga seat is concerned. Pages four and five, high users drain A positive blood stocks blood always needed. Escaping Ukraine after two weeks stuck on the front line. It's a nice story there, four and five, pages four and five. Some of the other headlines on page four. Still getting married. This is the Prime Minister and Clark Gayford. They haven't given us a date yet. Move over mammoth. So Targo researchers have now uncovered how the genetics of New Zealand's blue-eyed shags stretch back millions of years. And a Tesla bought using the clean car discount has sold for $76,000, resulting in its owner pocketing over $8,600 of taxpayer money. Read about that on page 4. Page 5, 250,000 QR scans despite lifting of rule. I was talking about before. Christchurch closing on Auckland as COVID capital now. And there's been a meth bust. Methamphetamine, where did they bust that? Read about that on page five. Page six, sanctuary risk, but high reward. An environment story around Wellington. Lots of bird life. Not guilty of manslaughter verdict in Wellington death. Story there. Guard arrested after a drug find. Prison guard at Dumataka Prison. Page 7, page 8. Why child vaccine rates have slowed. Story about a restoration carver restores Bofenua. At Ofido Bay. Heavy rain watch for saturated Gisborne. Still. And hopes for a crowd. The Cricket World Cup. Hope so. Page 10, ventilation study 
a winter warning about the pandemic. Got other colds and flus to worry about now. Potent synthetic drug in capital. Story under the subheadline of Dark Web. And shrinking glaciers pose threat. If you've ever been to the Fox Glacier, Franz Joseph Glacier, I was there about 40 years ago, and I saw them again a few years ago, and yeah, certainly different size, that's for sure. A bit of a story, it's more on an ad on page 11, preparing for changes to Wellington's transport network. The likes of Transmission Gully and so on. And then Wellington's creative voice on page 12, business news from page 13, Onwards, lead us to the editor today, at least one local, from Levin. Well done, Maureen. And some local issues in there as well. And then the sport back page in the sports section, Barrett Blow for the Blues. The concussion, Bowden Barrett that is, so he won't be playing tonight. Kakache cherishes first all-whites goal to make the final. Although you'd think the All-Whites should have beaten Tahiti by about 10-0. In a sense, can anyone stop the dominant Aussies? ICC Women's Cricket World Cup and how the White Ferns World Cup efforts rated. I don't know if I agree with some of those ratings. Or some of them. Bit of netball, motorsport, rugby, snow sports, motorsport, basketball, yachting. First One Day International. The Black Caps and Netherlands, Mount Maunganui, today. Chance to see the likes of Ross Taylor, Martin Guptill, and a few others in action. But they're not showing that live and free, are they? And being a Tuesday, oh, your TV week is in the paper as well today. There you go. Get your Don Post from Good Outlets today. Always a good read. Thank you. Time is 10 to 7, Coast Access Radio on a nice-looking Tuesday, Tuesday. Tanya says the Capital Connection's toot-tooted. So that's right on time going through Levin this morning. Thank you, Tanya. I don't know whether you can still see the moon and the heavenly bodies. It might just be a bit too light now, but it was certainly a lovely sight this morning with the planets and Venus shining brightly near the crescent moon and Mars and Saturn as well with their all aligned. 10 to 7, Coast Access Radio. I'm going to play 51 seconds of this because the man who whose voice you hear is 79 today, Eric Idle from Monty Python's Flying Circus. So we need to celebrate Eric Idle's birthday with a bit of money. I've got £90,000 in my pyjamas. I've got 40,000 French francs in my fridge. I've got lots of lovely lira. Now the Deutsche Mark's getting dearer and my dollar bills would buy the Brooklyn Bridge. Nothing quite as wonderful as money There is nothing quite as beautiful as cash Some people say it's folly But I'd rather have the lolly With money you can make a splash There is nothing quite as wonderful as money There is nothing like a newly minted pound Everyone must anchor for the butchness of a banker It's accountancy that makes the world go round You can keep your Marxist ways But it's only just a phase For it's money, money, money makes the world More from him later. Eric Idle from Monty Python's Flying Circus. 
79 today. He's the youngest. Eight to seven. Cecilia, you're breaking my heart. You're shaking my confidence daily. Oh, Cecilia. Usually my style of music, but I was just fascinated that that particular version of Cecilia, the old Simon and Garfunkel classic, was sung by the lead singer of Madness, Suggs, on his own. You like that? Something a bit different? 5 to 7 Coast Access Radio for Tuesday. If you're using our pools and aquatic centres through the region, just beware some slight alterations to times and timetables and so on for various activities and classes and so on, like Coastlands Aquatic Centre in Otaki Pool has new opening hours. Waikanae, as you're probably aware, has closed for the season, and the Horta Whenua District as well. So there might be some alterations to timetables and so on just with what's going on they may well alter that back when we get back to some sense of normality and the traffic lights go to green eventually but just check with your local pools still in operation under the roof five minutes to seven paint your roof paint your house call the co-fi guys think you need a new roof then think again give your roof new life and new color by the professionals for less cost 
Fix-It Roofing are exclusive Ko-Fi roofing agents for the Pararua and Kapiti districts. Fix-It Roofing can paint your concrete tiles or iron roof and resurface decromastic tiles. We're specialists in pointing, mortaring, sealing leaks, replacing old nails and applying rust-kill treatments. With our roof inspections, you'll receive a full report with options. Let us install your new roof with guttering too. And our maintenance program will rid your roof, gutters, decks, paths of moss and lichen. Give Kelly a call on 04-298-5172 or 0800-COFI. Fix-It Roofing Limited, a member of Roof Association New Zealand, are your Kofi roofing agents for the Paurua and Kapiti districts. Roofing specialists for over 35 years. Call the Kofi guys. Call the Kofi guys. Coming up 3 to 7, Coast Access Radio standing by for our 7 o'clock RNZ News and Sport. We'll update weather and traffic. Nigel Hopkins will be here after 7. We'll see if you have any birthdays or anniversaries. Boy, what a day yesterday for anniversaries. Max and Irene and Dennis and Diana and and the others as well. Oh, the Keys as well. Don't forget those. They celebrated yesterday. So we'll see what we have for you today on the list Plus our Today in History, all coming up for your listening convenience and pleasure. On a nice-looking day, really, for a Tuesday. I've seen all good people turn their heads each day, so satisfied I'm on my way.
RNZ News at 7. Kia ora, I'm Nicola Wright. More children are being harmed while in the care of Oranga Tamariki. Its latest figures are the worst since the Ministry for Children began publicly reporting them in 2018. Dean Bedford reports. The amount of harm being done in care is heading the wrong way. 486 babies, children and teenagers in care suffered 742 instances of physical, sexual or emotional harm or neglect in the year to mid-2021. That's 8% of the 5,000 children in care, up from less than 6% in 2018. Most harm was physical and sometimes left children with bruises or welts. Neglect figures also rose, while emotional or sexual harm stayed steady. Oranga Tamariki says pandemic stresses might be playing a part. The Independent Children's Monitor found the agency does not know if caregivers get the right training. Attempts to get trapped civilians out of areas of Ukraine besieged by Russian forces have stalled. The country's Deputy Prime Minister says no humanitarian corridors will open today. The BBC's Danny Eberhardt reports. The news will come as a bitter blow amid a deteriorating humanitarian crisis. Ukraine's Deputy Prime Minister, Irina Verishchuk, put the decision down to safety, citing intelligence warnings that Russian forces might deliberately target convoys. The mayor of the worst-hit city, Mariupol, has again blamed Russian forces for not letting evacuation buses into the southern port, something they deny. Vadim Boychenko wants all civilians still there, some 160,000 people, he says, taken to safety. Sanctioned Russian billionaire Roman Abramovich and Ukrainian peace negotiators reportedly suffered symptoms of suspected poisoning earlier this month after a meeting in Kiev. Mr Abramovich, who accepted a Ukrainian request to help negotiate an end to the Russian invasion of Ukraine, and at least two senior members of the Ukrainian team were affected. Their symptoms included red eyes, constant and painful tearing, and peeling skin on their faces and hands. Mr Abramovich and the Ukrainian negotiators, including Crimean Tatar lawmaker Rustem Umarov, have since improved and their lives are not in danger. More than 200,000 children a day have been staying home from school this month because of COVID-19. Education ministry figures show that in some regions absenteeism has been higher than 40% at times. Our education correspondent John Gerritsen reports. The figures come from 2,200 schools that have reported figures to the education ministry. They had as many as 250,000 children away on any given day in the first three weeks of March, and the true figure, if all schools had provided data, would be even higher. In the second week of the month, attendance dropped below 50% every day in Decile 1 and 2 schools and was in the 50s in Bay of Plenty and Waiariki. Principals told RNZ they have to cope day by day and they do not feel near the end of the Omicron surge. The government is seeking to raise its concerns about a possible security deal between China and Solomon Islands with Beijing. A draft security agreement between the two countries that could allow China to station military forces in the Pacific has sparked alarm in New Zealand and Australia. The Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern says she directly raised concerns about the militarisation of the Pacific with her Solomon Islands counterpart late last year. We had a conversation right before Christmas around this issue. We have also raised it with our counterparts at officials level and I believe at ambassador level we're seeking to raise it directly also with China. Jacinda Ardern says it's New Zealand's long-held view that the Pacific region should not become militarised. 
Samoa's main hospital in Apia is being run by skeleton staff as the number of frontline workers with COVID-19 increases. Samoa's Acting Director-General of Health, Thangaloa Robert Thompson, says COVID-positive staff are being isolated in special wards at Tupo Tamasese Miaole Hospital at Motuotua, and staff who have tested negative are now on a rotating roster. Assistant Police Commissioner Awapa'au Longo Tino Filipo says more than 70 police officers and civilian staff have tested positive for COVID-19. He says they're either in hospital isolation facilities or isolating at home. Dame Jane Campion celebrated her best director win at the Oscars by having a drink and a dance at the after party. The now two-time Oscar winner spent time with New Zealand Film Commission Chief Executive David Strong, who was at the awards. Well, look, I think she was pretty happy, as, as she would be when you've just won probably the six major Best Director awards around the world. She had a wonderful time. It was lovely to catch up with her afterwards and have a bit of a drink and a dance and just enjoy the, uh, the occasion with her. David Strong says her win highlights New Zealand as a movie location and New Zealanders as skilled filmmakers. Los Angeles police say they won't be investigating Will Smith's slap of Chris Rock at the Oscars unless the comedian makes a complaint. So far, Chris Rock has declined to file a police report. Here's our U.S. correspondent, Iris Spitzer. Will Smith's slap of Chris Rock after he made a joke about Smith's wife's hair loss was seen by hundreds of millions of people around the world on the Oscars telecast. The Los Angeles police say they're aware of the incident and will investigate it if Chris Rock changes his mind and files a complaint. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences says it doesn't condone violence in any form. Chris Rock hasn't commented on the incident since the ceremony, but Will Smith today joked on Instagram, you can't invite people from Philly or Baltimore anywhere. Yesterday at the ceremony, he apologized to the Academy and other nominees while picking up the award for Best Actor. In sport, veteran black cap Ross Taylor says he feels a lot less emotional now about retiring than when he publicly announced his decision in December. Taylor, the first player to play 100 internationals in all three formats of the game, begins his last series for New Zealand today in Mount Maunganui with the first of three one days against the Netherlands. I'm excited, a little bit less emotional than I was here last time. Uh, I guess once you make the decision and it's still raw in your mind, where now you know, I've had two or three months to digest it, but no, I'm just looking forward to, A, probably playing some one-day cricket again. It's been a while since we've played ODIs and obviously just enjoy myself as well. The match starts at 2 o'clock. The Blues coach Leon McDonald says Bowden Barrett has no ongoing symptoms of concussion from his latest head injury. The All Blacks' first five was forced from the field in the Blues' super rugby victory over the Highlanders in Dunedin on Saturday, weeks after saying he feared his career was over due to concussion. And the Tactics beat the Magic 61-54 last night in Tauranga for their first win of the ANZ Netball Premiership season. That's the news. Assisted living in a Ryman retirement village makes life easier. And best of all, it frees up time for doing the things you love. We'll take care of your midday meal and housekeeping while you enjoy spending more time on your passions and hobbies while staying connected to others in the community. To find out about our available one-bedroom service departments at Charles Fleming Village, call Wendy on 293 1390. Access Radio Weather, courtesy of the Dominion Post. Good morning, 8 past 7 now, Tuesday morning. Another nice-looking day for this time of the year as we wind up daylight saving time this month. 
Forecasting today, some morning cloud and then fine weather. Light winds, probably southerlies. 23 expected in the region today. Up on the 22 we had yesterday, 15 overnight tonight it will be. Tomorrow, partly cloudy. And again, southerlies or southeasterlies, 23 or 24 tomorrow. That'll do. The last day of March, Thursday, fine with light winds and 21. And then April Fool's Day, 1st of April on Friday, cloud increasing southerlies and 20. Into Wellington, mostly cloudy, patchy drizzle this evening, they say, southerlies, and a high of 19 in the city today, 22 in Manawatu, partly cloudy in southeasterlies. No gale warnings today out to sea. Let's check our marine forecasts first locally. Kapiti recreational weather inshore from Waitadere to Pukadua Bay and out to Kapiti Island till midnight tonight. Southerly winds 10 knots but variable 5 north of Otaki becoming southwest. 10 knots everywhere for a time this afternoon. Sea slight, mainly fine. Tomorrow variable 5 knots but southwest 10 in the afternoon and partly cloudy. Cook straight today southerly 20 knots. With a moderate sea, southeast swell in the south of a metre, fair visibility and scattered evening drizzle in the strait. Next tide on the coast is high tide at 20 to 9 this morning, low tide 10 to 3 this afternoon. Sun up 28 to 8, getting late, 18 past 7 is sunset. At the moment, lightening up, any cloud in the sky, what there is just very light and scattered and a light east-southeasterly. Pressure is still 1,018 hectopascals and... 94% humidity. Pukadua Bay on 12, Paikakuriki 11, 10 and Otaki. Levin's gone down a little bit to 9. 12 degrees Foxton and Shannon. Palmerston North 15 and a half. Blimey. 12 and a half in Wellington City under some cloud cover but dry with a moderate southerly. 11 degrees in Waikanae. Poroporomu's gone down to 8 and a half. No major problems we know of on the roads. Traffic seems to be flowing fairly freely at this stage going into town. Looks a little bit busy coming in from the Hutt Valley. And Petoni, you can see that on one of the web cameras there. A little busier than I've seen for the last few mornings. wonder whether something's happened in the Hutt Valley there. But on State Highways 1 and 59, flowing freely enough through Hordafenua and Kapiti. A little busy up Pukadua Bay Hill, but in a couple of days' time we won't be saying that. Probably will we. The Transmission Gully theoretically opening early Thursday, which is the 31st. Roads are dry all the way through. No other problems that we can detect. A little bit cloudy through the central North Island and still fairly wet on the eastern side of the ranges. A little bit of rain forecast for the Wairarapa. And as you go further north, Hawke's Bay, Gisborne, the wetter it gets. So just take care. Anything else? Let us know. Trains pretty much on schedule, Capital Connection, Metlink services pretty much on a timetable. We have trains all day, no scheduled bus replacements. Maybe one or two services that are disrupted later in the day due to staff unavailability. I still talk about that, but generally everything is running to time this morning. Buses are fine. Edge Adams get away at 5 to 7, scheduled to do so from Kapiti Coast Airport on the board. Still showing as scheduled, departing at 5 to 7. Sometimes they change it to departed, but they haven't seemed to have done that lately. Now, big board at Wellington Airport, just updating that. Looks like arrivals and departures pretty much as scheduled. Certainly the departures are on time at Wellington Airport. And looking at the arrivals board, everything appears to be arriving on time. No change there. Ferry sailings as scheduled, basically. I noticed there was the Valentine leaving at 6.30 this morning.
One of the new Cook Strait ferries, one of the new inter-islanders. Commuter information up to the minute here at Coast Access Radio, your local community access station. It is Tuesday morning, it's 12 past 7. Zayna for breakfast on Coast Access Radio 104.7 FM. It will be afternoon at some stage. Seven thirteen. For Linda Carlisle.
I'm mad about you. I'm just mad. It's Belinda Carlisle. Tuesday morning with Coast Access Live 104.7 FM with the most diverse station serving Hora Whenua and Kapiti 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Good morning, 16 past 7. Todd Zayner for breakfast. I'm still not 100% convinced, and I don't know if anyone cares. I'm still not 100% convinced that that act at the Oscars was real. It's Hollywood, for goodness sake. It's people talking about the Oscars. You know what I'm talking about, Will Smith, Chris Rock. If it was real, something seriously needs to be done. I just am not convinced. It's a bit like the same principles that some people don't believe the moonwalk, moon landings happened, all done in a Hollywood stage. What's worse though, verbal abuse or physical abuse, or are they both the same? Look what happens in rugby scrums, for example, there's a bit of lip in the front row. Seventeen past seven, catch up with Nigel Hopkins shortly. Bit of local sport after 7.30, word of the day. Birthday lists today, one birthday, no anniversaries. A lot of anniversaries yesterday, we'll check today in history. Have you had a look at the new Mahara Iti? Mahara Gallery's temporary art space in Mahara Place. Shop 7 in Mahara Place, basically opposite where you get your sushi from in Mahara Place. Go and have a look. Open weekdays, Mondays to Fridays between 10 and 4. Free entry to go and have a look. Temporary pop-up gallery. Thank you, Andrew Sexton Architecture and others who've helped make this happen. Mahara Iti, it's called, the new temporary gallery. Your chance to go and have a look while Mahara gets its refit and rebuild every day, something new and different. 18 past 7, it is. I thought I would play this basically because, well, we can. <laughs>
to think they were only in their 20s when they recorded that. Top Twins. 20 past 7, Coast Access Radio. Here's some philosophy on a Tuesday. It's a mad world, isn't it? All around me are familiar faces Worn out places Worn out faces Bright and early for the daily It's going to be that way for a while. I suppose we're all mad. 23 past 7. It is Coast Access Radio on a nice-looking Tuesday. It is. Being Tuesday, Justice of the Peace Services available in Waikanae. Don't forget the relatively new JP Clinic now at the Waikanae Presbyterian Church Centre in Nio Road. Duty JP available to certify copies and witness signatures and administer declarations and affidavits. Still need to wear your mask, bring your vaccine passport. Still a thing, isn't it, for another week or so. Justice of the Peace Services. If you'd like a JP in Waikanae, 10.30 to midday today at the Waikanae Presbyterian Church Centre, 43 Nio Road in Waikanae. 7.24 now. Buying a new home or an investment property? You'll need a lawyer. Best practice can help you. 
Buying your first home? Those KiwiSaver forms can be tricky to fill out. You'll need a lawyer. Best practice can help you. Selling a property or subdividing? You'll need a lawyer for that too. Best practice can help you. Hi, it's Trish here from Best Practice Lawyers. You will love working with the best team because we know what we're doing and we get results. Call us now. 7.25 it is at Coast Access Radio. Boy, Nigel's all worked up this morning about What are you worked up about? Well, this vaccine pass, why didn't they take it out? If you're going to drop something, do it all together so we know what we're doing. Could you tell me which day we're going to be dropping the vaccine pass? I mentioned that before, how confused I was. I went into a supermarket yesterday, and for the first time in about two years, I didn't have to scan in. Ah, well, they didn't right. have the QR codes no. to scan in, but apparently they're optional. Right. You can still scan it. You can we, scan we, if you want to, yeah. And we've still got them up here, for example, <coughs> so Are you we? can scan in if you want. Oh, I didn't this morning. But, but apparently you don't need to. I don't see nobody signing our book either. Now, legally, you don't need to. Right. Anymore. But the, it is confusing because yeah. you still need your vaccine pass until, what, the 4th? Monday the 4th? Well, there we are. You see, I'll just ask you that. Yeah. When is it? Yeah, well, that's, I'm yeah. pretty sure you, you can look to, on the COVID-19 website. Yeah. If you're going to do these things, you do it all together. Yeah, but it's recommendations. Oh. I mean, it's, you know, it's hundreds of people giving advice yeah, and so on. Yeah, all paid too much. Why? No brains between their ears. They're like snails. Well, come on. Yeah, terrible. Someone's, Shocking. Someone's got hey, to do, do On a brighter side, did you see the uh, line-up of the stars out there this morning? Yeah. The planets. Yeah, I did. I mm. saw them because I was Beautiful up... Beautiful morning, eh? ...fairly early. Yeah. Were you? I was up oh, early. Good. I, you know, driving. Right. In fact, I was driving along Poplar Avenue. Yeah. Around Mitty South, and I was basically going right into it. In the moon, and there was Venus and the other two stars, Mars... And Saturn. Saturn, were they? I don't yeah. think the seventh planet was there unless you were bending over. Right, okay. You Good. Know, you know but what that what is? a morning it was for it, eh? Mm, a beautiful morning. Yeah. Here. So, um, yeah, I didn't, when I came, I came out the door at half past six, and they're supposed to have been seen clearly then. Well, you can see a couple of them, but not the four of them or whatever it was. Well, I think it was, it was probably just that, that sort of early light. Ah. You see, you right. couldn't see those sorts light of things. Of day. Now, we've got April... Uh, Huh? Daylight saving coming up this Sunday, haven't we? Well, the end of it, you got yeah. Yeah, back to standard time. You have an extra hour sleep. Fantastic. Those poor what does people. That mean? Well, those poor people who have to work overnight, for example, on Sunday morning. Double time. Between, oh, between midnight and six. Oh, hang on, that's me. Yeah. I've got to work an extra hour. <laughs> midnight to six on Sunday morning. No, but it comes back an hour, doesn't it? No, you, you, well, yeah, that's right. You, you get, bring it back. Yeah, but at three o'clock becomes two o'clock. So you get two, yeah. two hours of two o'clock hours. Make sense? You turn your clocks back right. an hour, therefore... So you get less one-hour pay? You're there, no, you get an extra hour's Why? pay. Because you're working seven hours between midnight and six. Can't understand that. That's how it is. Uh, anyhow, a lot of people have forgotten about that. I mentioned it yesterday. Yeah, what do you mean? I haven't I said, forgotten. Well, it's uh, this uh, Saturday night when you go to bed, put your clocks back one hour. Yeah, that's right. Most, most timepieces do it themselves. The car clock won't do it. My watch, I'll have to... Do that manually. I've got a few clocks at home. Yeah, that's right. The one on the, the one on the oven doesn't do it. One on the microwave. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I don't have that one on the microwave. Don't What's you? the point? I've got three hundred clocks. Yeah, that's right. Already. Anyhow, that's uh, going to mean a little lighter in the morning, darker at night. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. right. About time too, because it's pretty dark wow. in the morning these days. Yeah. So yeah, good. Just work it out. Make sure you get it right, please, and don't be late. Well, that's um, you'll be driving over Transmission Gully, won't you? Uh, the yeah. light of the morning. Well, I'm looking forward to that because I, I start my overnights what, Friday morning, so mm -hmm. Thursday night, supposedly Thursday morning, in the early hours of Thursday morning, which is the 31st. Uh, it's when Transmission Gully is going to open fully. 
Right. Traffic. Good. Uh, it looks magnificent. I might go for a drive over. A lot of people will do it in the weekend. I, I think so. Yeah, why and not? Why not? Yeah. Mm. I look forward to Gotta driving. Get familiar with it. Driving you? home on it. If it saves me ten minutes, mm. getting into town and back, that's fantastic. And that's about what it's going to It'll be. It'll make a big difference going over to the Hutt Valley, though, won't it? State Highway oh, Fifty Eight, yeah. because you're cutting out all that Gray's Road business. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, all, all that. There's mm. still some roadworks there, though, isn't there? Fifty Eight. Yeah. yeah, but it's coming along well. Yep, there's a capital connection going through, so right. okay. talking about transport and yep. so on. Yep. Bowden Barrett doesn't sound good for him, suggesting that he should retire. Well, it's a bit like Richie McCaw had a lot of that, didn't he? Uh, a lot of concussions and so on. Yeah. I mean, he played on. I hope It's not good, though, is it? No, I know. I realise that. Yeah. What, and the game tonight, Moana yeah, Pacific playing the Blues. Now, yeah, Moana Pacific got 11 changes in their team tonight. <laughs> well, After the battle of uh, Saturday night, yeah. Auckland have got three changes. Yeah. So it'll be a pretty one-sided game, I would suggest. And they're playing again in this coming weekend, too. Yeah. They've got sort of catch-up games. Yeah, it's a bit tough, isn't it? It is. Yeah, a bit too tough, to be quite yeah. honest. And cricket, However, cricket today, too. Don't forget that. Black uh, Caps. Two o'clock. I hope they get the game underway. Uh, Mount Maunganui mm. should be okay. Two o'clock start. Yeah, and the Oh, that won't be on television, though, will it? Oh, it'll be on Spark. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The other night it was going to be on TV. Yeah, I know. They should put it on yeah, live, right. free-to-air. Yeah. All right, yeah. so we'll forget about that. All right, sorted that out. Right, that's it, really. Mm. More from you after 7.30. Thank you. Lovely day for it, really. Enjoy the day. Time is half past seven here at Coast Access Radio. The number of deaths from COVID-19 continues to climb, but Pacifica are being hit the hardest. Pacifica have the highest death rate per 1,000 cases than any other ethnic groups in the Omicron outbreak at 38%. Out of the 258 COVID deaths, Pacifica and Maori make up 37%. That's despite Pacifica making up less than 9% of the population. To the Pacific, three months after the civil riots in the Solomon Islands, the burnt-out remains of dozens of shops in Honiara's Chinatown remains untouched. The switch in allegiance from Taiwan to China has divided the country with many deeply, deeply suspicious of the new alliance with China. New correspondent Georgina Kekea says COVID-19 lockdowns have prevented any demolition or rebuilding in the city. Chinatown is still as it was three months ago. No rebuilding yet, no demolition yet. After the riots and then we have the community transmissions and of course there's the issue of asbestos which they have to deal with. The focus is more on containing the community transmission. And the Solomon Islands Parliament sat for the first time yesterday under heavy guard three months after the riots. The Samoa government is extending the current nationwide lockdown for another week until the 5th of April. Prime Minister Fiamea Naomi Matafa says the second week of a nationwide lockdown starts at midnight tonight until Tuesday. Essential services are allowed to open this week from 6am to 4pm today, Thursday and Saturday. 70,000 Pfizer vaccines are expected to arrive in Samoa today to coincide with mass vaccination events in Opolu and Savai later this week. And tourism Cook Islanders uh, are welcoming the government's easing of restrictions. Australian passport holders can enter the Cook Islands from the 12th of April and all other travellers from the 1st of May. 
Cook Islands Tourism Council President Liana Scott says occupancy rates have been slower this month, around 25 to 30 percent. She says it's been a challenging time with the Omicron outbreak, slowing business, but next month occupancy rates doubled. And back here to sports, a more Pacific coach Aaron Major is urging rugby fans in Auckland to turn up to tonight's game against the Blues. It will be their first game since outdoor crowd restrictions were lifted. Moana Pacifica are playing three games in eight days to make up for time lost earlier in the Super Rugby Pacific competition. Major says he hopes both Auckland-based teams can pull a crowd for tonight's rugby clash. To have uh, people in the stand... Uh, means means a huge amount. So um, it would certainly give us a lift and uh, be nice to hear a bit more noise. Uh, although it was pretty hard to communicate in the coaching box with 800 last week, so um, might need to get some earplugs. For more, you can visit pmnnews.co.nz. Hi, Owen here from Auto Super Shop Cavity. Some may know us as Woodman Automotive, Mahi Street, Waikanae. I've been in the game now for over 50 years, and together, our team, we've got over 150 years of experience in our workshop, and with the latest tools and diagnostics to really look after your vehicle. Remember us, Auto Super Shop Cavity, 04293 Post Access Radio weather, courtesy of the Dominion Post. Time is 26 to 8 on this Tuesday, the 29th of March. You don't believe that either, do you, Nigel, about what happened in the Oscars? Oh, that was a load of rubbish. And why should it be on our news this morning? That was just, well, I won't say it. I said it was staged. I reckon it's staged. It's Hollywood. Yeah. Goodness gracious me. Now the police are looking into it. Oh, golly. I'm sorry, I was slapping you there. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think he even hit him, did he? It looked pretty... Yeah, just a little tap. Open, yeah. open hand. Oh. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, thanks. Let's have the weather. What was I doing? Do you want the, you want the weather? Yeah. All right, fine I'll weather for the next three days. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. It's going to be fine. Just a bit of morning cloud. South at least 23. 24 today. in Taranaki today. Yeah, I see that. All right, sorry. Uh, wet on the other side, oh. really. Got to 28 yesterday in central Otago. TV3 does those, the national highs. I don't know why TV1 doesn't do them anymore. They're very dry down there. Yeah, they? very, they very. Rain. Yeah, the mm. southerly's really drying things out. Mm. Down there. And here as well, actually. Fine. Southerlies 23, 15 overnight. Tomorrow, again, dry, partly cloudy. Southerlies 23, 24. Thursday, the last day of the month. Fine. Light winds 21. And then April Fool's Day, Friday. Cloud increasing southerlies in 20. You know it's April Fool's Day? Friday, hmm. 1st of April. Well, you just never know. It might not be. Oh, right. Well, you're, you're going to be here. So am I. I'm, I'm not going to be here on Friday. Right. Yeah, I'm somewhere else. Uh, Wellington, patchy drizzle this evening. Otherwise, mostly cloudy southerlies, 19. Partly cloudy southeasterlies, Palmerston North, 22 today. No wind warnings out to sea. The situation, a low lies northeast of Gisborne, directing a weakening south-to-southeast flow over the North Island, while a ridge lies over the South Island. The low moves away slowly to the northwest today, and a weak ridge extends onto the North Island tomorrow. Trough moves on to the lower South Island Thursday, and then Friday, high pressure builds to the east of the South Island. Boy, they're just getting a lot of rain Gisborne, Hawke's Bay, still raining there at the moment, Nige. Is it? On yeah. radar, there's rain there. Oh, shocking, yeah. Yeah, not good. It'll be a year before they recover, they say. Well, probably. they only just recovered from the last one, mm. nine months ago. No, it's not good. No, slight sea, no significant swell locally. It'll be high tide in an hour, 20 to 9. 10 to 3 is low tide, and the sun has risen, 732
It'll be 7.33 tomorrow. That'll change next week. 18 past 7 is sunset. It's basically fine and clear with a very light east southeaster. Pressure 1,018, 96% humidity. Pukerua Bay, 11 and a bit, 11 in Paikakariki, Otaki, 9, Levin, 9, 12 in Foxton and Shannon, 12 in Wellington City with a moderate southerly, Waikanai's 11, Paraporamu's gone down to 8 degrees. Go right on the roads this morning, no problems as you go through Horta Whenua and Kapiti, good driving conditions for you. Seems a little busy in places this morning, but flowing freely enough to the merge point at Mackay's State Highway 59. In two days' time, Nigel, we won't have to say that anymore, will we? What's that? The merge point Ah, State Highway 59. Well, I suppose it'll still be a bit of a merge point, will we? No, well, not really. If you're going on Transmission Gully, you'll just flow freely oh, yeah. up, up the hill. Going up that way, the old road. Well, the old road. Oh, you've got to run off there, haven't you? Well, yeah. You used that already. It's like that's an right. off ramp. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So the Wainui saddle, that's what that's called, isn't it? When you mm. go up, up the hill. Mm. I went on an actual, a virtual last night. It was on television. Oh, yeah. Oh, on a computer, I should it's, say. It's as steep as Nauranga Gorge. Yeah. You'll It'll have to put another engine in your car to get up three there. Lanes up. Yeah. And another petrol tank to get up there, too. No, it's much the same, really, going up Nauranga Gorge. Uh-huh. It'd be fantastic. Right. But you've still got to go up Nauranga Gorge. Well, you go up and so down. So you've got to go up too. Well, it depends how far you're going. Oh, I see. Really? But you're downhill on the way home, are you? Well, for bits of it, yeah. All oh, right, fair enough. So you'll zoom through there. Basically, no problems. Moderate traffic into town. Good driving conditions. Looks a little cloudy through the central North Island and just wet on the eastern side at this stage. Take care. Public transport's all on schedule. Trains, boats, buses and planes. That's about all we need, really. Everything's on time. Even Wellington Airport showing all flights on Schedule ferries are good. Uh, maybe some disruptions with the trains later in the day due to staffing levels and limits with COVID still affecting a number of people, MetLink staff and so on. But apart from that, everything's looking good this morning. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Mm-hmm. All right. 22 to 8 it is for this Tuesday. Nigel's back with local sport and word of the day in a moment. And we'll have a look at our programs and schedules for this Tuesday very shortly. Do you have to say something? I was just reading this here. She's going to dump me. Who? Prince Harry and Meghan's fear. A bizarre turn of events between Harry and Meghan has now been explained. Who's who's dumping who? Prince Prince Harry and Meghan. Are they splitting up? Well, he's got his biggest fear. No, not splitting up yet, but it's what he's... Oh, it's his fear? It's his fear. What are you reading this rubbish? She's going to dump me. Well, it's on uh, New Zealand Herald headlines. Does that mean it's... It's, yeah, and it's also got about Will Smith and Chris Rock uh, on the headlines. Right, yeah. you know, is that really important? <clears throat> well, not really. Oh. And our Prime Minister says China shouldn't be parking their boats off the Solomon Islands. Well, if she had any... Well, no. All right, let's forget about that. Yeah, please. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, God. 21 to 8. You're listening to Todd Zainer for breakfast on Coast Access Radio 104.7 FM. So long. 
in the morning away little Leo Sayer Coast Access Radio 17 to 8 Todd Zayner for breakfast on this Tuesday local sport in just a moment word of the day coming up quick check of our schedules and programs for you today a Tuesday morning show Tanya's going to be filling in our Tuesday morning show Cat and Walt basically Cat and Walt are retired Nigel have they? for now yeah. gosh how do they make so much money to retire? I know it's good, you're uh, paying them too much that's your problem I know Yeah. we'll have to halve everyone's mm. wages I might retire I think uh, not yet yeah. you're, well, you're still young aren't you? oh yes that's right oh, good young at heart mm. anyway so Tanya's going to have the morning show is she? on after 8 this morning yeah. well she'll, she'll be here. get out of bed early mm. yeah yeah I wonder if she brings in more of those beautiful apples she had off a tree. Oh, well, they're magnificent. So. Beautiful. It's growing right off the tree. In fact, you could eat them off the tree, couldn't you? They were, they were really... What do you mean, eat them off the tree? You pick them first. Why? You could literally eat them off the tree. Yeah, you'd look like a horse <laughs> eating them <laughs> off do, the tree. I do anyway. Yeah, right. To be, to be fair, some would say I'd, I could go to Trentham and no. win by a, by a long nose. Gosh, they were beautiful. They were a beautiful apple. Yeah, they were. They were very, very... She might bring one in today, do you think? Oh, I forgot. I was going to bring some in for her. I was going to swap some. Oh, right. What have you got? Crab apples? Yeah, they're not not great. Remember those crab apples? Did you ever have any as kids? 
I used to mow a lawn for a lady. We had two tennis courts and loads of acres for two and sixpence hand mowing lawns. Yeah. And she had a crab apple tree on a, a house. Beautiful crab. The bitters, heck, you know. I like, I don't mind bitter. Oh, they were just a small, like cherry tomatoes. Ah. Mm. I'm looking forward, I'm looking forward to the Satsuma mandarins coming back again. You know, those easy peel ones. Ah. Beautiful sour mandarins. How many segments? 14 or 15. That created a lot of interest on the radio, eh? People uh, were ringing in. How mostly, many segments? Mostly 10. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was it? Mostly 10 uh, segments on those things. Uh, That's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were great. <laughs> so what did I get up to? Uh, we're talking about know. Tanya on the morning show. That's right, with her apples. Good oh, stuff. Yes. Uh, Living Planet from DW <laughs> at 11. I'll turn that down. When I want to hear you cough. Okay. You just go and just lie clearing down. my voice. Just go lie down for a bit. Yeah, sure. Uh, Wallace Trickett's back with his hit and miss program at midday today. And then we hear from the modern caveman, Dr. Carl Bamblett, at 1 this afternoon. Good program for you at 2 o'clock night for the love of wine. Ah. Not wine with an H. No. That's a different I love sort. a wine. You love to wine as mm. well. You know, I had a wine. nice Rawson Retreat Merlot last night. Oh, did you? Just to settle the nerves. Oh, it's, yeah, it's very nice. nice indeed. For the Love of Wine program oh. from Fresh FM and Nelson at 2 o'clock. Ah. At the table with Gail, Gail Hall and Tanya talking food and lots of it. That'll be your program. Mm. Yep. Children's Story at 5. Spectrum from DW at 5.30 and our Just Country program at 7. Capital Irish at 7.30. Then Headscarves and Good Yarns, that's a good program at 9 o'clock. Alcoholics Anonymous at 10, Gospel Time at 10.30, and Kick Up the 80s with Jeff Dorset at 11. Mm. Good variety of programs here, Nigel. Yes, indeed. It's very nice. Mm. More details on the website, coastaccessradio.org.nz. And in the background, you might hear this music. You can't hear it, I know, but the man who created it, Vangelis, or Vangelis, mm. having a birthday today as well. He did Chariots of Fire. Remember that. Play that later. Right, 14 to 8, Coast Access Radio for this Tuesday. We better check our local sport in just a moment. We will do that with the kind compliments of Bohanna Motors in Waikanae. Bohanna Motors, mobile service station, 24 Main Road, Waikanae, have been serving their community for 41 years and counting, and it's a service that counts. Whether it's on the forecourt, in the workshop, or in store, the team at Bohanna Motors will keep you moving. They pump diesel, 98, 91, have rock gas, LPG vehicle and bottle fill service. They stock Century vehicle batteries, tyre sales and repairs, an MTA approved workshop and warrant of fitness inspections, a convenience store and even trailer hire too. For forecourt friendliness, car care and the extra mile with a smile, stop at Bohanna Motors, keeping the service in service station. Phone 293 6455. Bohanna Motors brings us our local sport weekday mornings at this time. A few bits and pieces to talk about, Nigel. I have indeed. Uh, thanks to Bohanna Motors. We're looking at rugby. Now, the Horapanua Kapiti Rugby Union put out a late cancellation of the draw for the Rams Botham Cup yesterday afternoon. I gave you yesterday morning. And the reason, Levin Wanderers has withdrawn from the competition. Now, this means there will be no buy and now the 10-round competition. The first round has now been put back to Saturday, 9th of April, not this Saturday. So Shannon will be playing Waikanae at Shannon Domain, Paraparumu at Foxton um, Domain, and Rahui playing Levin at College and College Old Boys at Otaki Domain. So I better read that again. I got that all cocked up, I think. Shannon playing Waikanae at Shannon Domain, Paraparumu playing Foxton at Paraparumu Domain, Rahui playing Levin College Old Boys at Otaki Domain. So that's the 9th of April now. But the semi final will still stay at the 16th of July and the final days for both competitions set for the 23rd of July. So a bit of an upset there. 
Swimming, results from the Romati Raptor Swimming Club, the 2022 Manawatu Age Group Championships Long Course Meters. Jacob Hassan, 11-year-old boy, had a great meet. First in the 100-metre backstroke and three seconds in the butterfly, 200-metre freestyle and the 100-metre backstroke. And sister, Risa Hassan, 14-year-old female, also a great meet, with three firsts in the 100-metre breaststroke, 50-metre breaststroke, 100-metre backstroke, and second in the 50-metre freestyle. The icebreaker Blue Ribbon Carnival at the Freiburg Pool, the Wellington Short Course meters, Lola Cowley, a fourth, a sixth, an eighth, and a twelfth, and Risa Hassan, a first, sorry, a second, three-thirds, one-fourth, one-fifth, and one-sixth. Now, cricket in the final in the Coastal Cricket 50-over competition for 2022 saw the two Levin teams, Levin All Boys and Wittera, battle it out on Saturday. Levin All Boys batting first made a healthy 317 for eight. Now, Matthew Good made a huge 146, hitting 24s and four sixes. Matthew Wilson, 62, and Jesse Parker, 34. Bowling for Wittera, Caleb O'Connell picked up a five-wicket bag and a very mean 10-overs, Five wickets for 18 runs, seven maidens in those 10 overs. And Wairoa in reply, all out for 243 in the 42nd over. Blake de Berg made 40, Keegan McLaughlin 48 and C.T. Trask 34. The competition won by Levin Old Boys by 74 runs. And in weightlifting, late last year we reported the success and development of young teenager Foxton weightlifter Manaya Summerell. She has been successful in her first international competition, taking out silver in the Olympic Weightlifting New Zealand International held in Auckland. In finishing second, she was just 4kg short of winning the event, but her success means she has qualified for International Weightlifting Federation Junior World Champs to be held in Greece in May. Now, Summerell works here in Kapiti at the Gavin Welsh Ferrari and is busy raising the necessary funding to travel to Greece. She has a give a little page and a number of fundraising events are planned. That's your local sports news. Thanks to Bohanna Motors here in Waikanae for Tuesday. Don't forget, 10 cents a litre off with your smiles card today. Guess what's just arrived? About 3,000 apples. Oh, lovely. Tanya's brought in. There's a massive bag of them just out of the chair behind you there. Which grocery shop did you go to? Oh, the grocery <laughs> shop of the backyard. Thanks, Tanya. How lovely. Oh, they're, they're delicious. Yes. What have we got? Tanya. Oh, look at this. What sort of apples are they? I knew you'd ask that. I have no idea. They're, they're red ones they're and red. they're juicy. And they're rose. They're, I think they're golden rose or something like that. Golden Some of them rose. might have little dents in them because yeah. I was going to stew them and I thought, well, I've heard you beggars talking about them. I'd better yeah. bring them in. Uh, uh, they're cold. You could warm them up for us. I forgot to bring... I said I was going to bring my ones in that were really flowery that I bought. Them, so <laughs> that's, a, that's a fair swap. That's great, isn't it? Fresh yeah. apples. Yeah. Why, don't you just, why don't you just bring the whole tree in next time? <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to stew them. You see, Gail inspired me, oh, but yeah, um, right. they were sitting on the deck and I thought I'll bring them in for you guys. Oh, you nice, one, nice one, Stew. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Tanya. Thanks, Tanya. I knew we, we employed her for a good reason. Absolutely. That's good. Yeah. What else are we going to do? Oh, I've got to do the word of the day. Word of the day today is flamum. What? F-L-E-H-M-E-N. Flamum. Sounds like what you've got when you cough. Flamum is a mammalian behaviour, as of horses or cats, in which the animal inhales with the mouth open and the upper lip curled. And this is done to expose the nose to a scent. So that sort of naught. They lift their front. You see a horse, their nose. There's a reason for this. You might do this. I'm not sure. (laughs) Why why would I want to do that? (laughs) Flaming sometimes is called the flaming response or the flaming reaction. Is actually a way of smelling or scenting the air. It's not particular to horses. Other ungulates exhibit the response as well as cats, elephants and bats. 
and lifting the upper lip gives them the access to vomeronasal organ on the roof of their mouth, which contains coromone receptors that help them find mates and investigate other smells in their environment. <laughs> uh, looking at my nose for some mm. reason. What a flaming load of rubbish, frankly. Yeah, flaming comes from German, in which the word applies to animals and means to curl the upper lip. Ah. Okay. All right. Thanks very much. That's all right. For that. Someone's cooking breakfast in Invercargill at the moment. I can smell it. Smell that, can you? Mm. The Flamen response from German Flamen to bear the upper teeth and upper Saxon German Flemen to look spiteful. Oh. Also called the Flemen position. Yeah, right. I won't go on any further because it puts you off your breakfast. Thank you very much. But it was um, the word was introduced in 1930 by Karl Mark Snyder, director of the Leipzig Zoo mm-hmm. and an authority on big cats in captivity. Oh. So when you see a cat and a horse and all that lifting up there... I like that. Up oh, they, lip. Yeah, like they're smiling. Yeah. That sort of, oh, yeah, mm. like Mr. Red used to do. Yeah. Yeah, right. Giraffes do it because they're looking for females. Yeah. I'll go to the dentist and get my teeth cleaned. <laughs> Nigel Hopkins with our flaming good word of the day. Coast Access Radio, seven minutes to eight. Right, we'll be going to move on mm. with our Today in History and the Birthdays in just a moment. Hi. Hey, Lucy. Fuckerong on my Lavinians. Hey, are you a bit lazy like me? Oh, wait, I mean forgetful. Yeah, forgetful. Well, whether you're lazy, forgetful, or maybe a full bin is really too hard for you to wrangle. See what I did there, wheelie? Anywho, Lucy's lovely lavender bins are still available in Levin. And the beauty about this service, apart from sexy-looking bins, Lucy's team will collect the bin and empty it for you. No remembering which day is bin day and getting it to the curb on time. Lucy's has a date with your bin, so they'll find it and empty it. You just fill it and forget. Call Lucy's Bins today, 0508 787 753, 0508 787 753, or Google Lucy's Bins to learn more. Six minutes to eight it is at Coast Access Radio. Right, you better get a move on, I suppose, for this 29th of March, if it's your birthday today. Happy birthday. Happy, happy, happy birthday today. No anniversaries today, Nigel. Had a heap yesterday. Ooh, we did, yeah. You know whose birthday it is today? Famous Phil O'Brien. All right. He's still going on the radio. Yep. What age is he? He's 69 today, is Phil O'Brien. Right. That's good. That's a good age. He okay. used to live locally. He used to live in Ramadi South. All right. Many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Phil. Might be listening. You might also be asleep, really. So if you're having a birthday as well with... Phil O'Brien, he could basically make the rich and famous list. Two of the most beautiful women, am I allowed to say that? Probably not. Having birthdays today. Lucy Lawless, Xena the Warrior Princess. Oh, right. It's 54 today. Mm. And Elle McPherson. Oh, gosh, yeah. What do they call her? The, the body, I think. 58 she is today. She is 58. Oh, my That's goodness. Right, not bad, mm. eh? Mm. Not bad. I mentioned Vangelis or Vangelis. Yeah. 79 today. Terence Hill. Julie Goodyear, who was in Coronation Street, her birthday. Oh, right. Today. John Major, former yes. British Prime Minister, right, seventy-nine today. Pearl Bailey, I remember her. Oh, the, yes, John Tyler, know who that is? Oh, I heard of that name. Yeah, he was the tenth American president, right, born on this date, and a very, very funny man who I played a little bit of earlier from Monty Python's Flying Circus. Mm. I'll play a bit more of him. He's seventy-nine today, so there you go. Happy birthday, Jennifer Capriati. She's forty-six today. Is she? Oh, she, mm. former and tennis. Bobby Kimball. Singer with the group Toto, 75, still going strong. Blimey, blimey, blimey. Yep. A quick check of this date in history. 
In this date, 1886, Dr. Pemberton invented a new drink called Coca-Cola. Oh. It was derived originally from cocaine. What date was that? 1866. 1886. 1886. Gosh. So I'll have some to sim- mm. celebrate, I suppose. And the first pencil with an eraser was patented on this date in 1858. Yeah, remember those, eh? Yeah. The Dow Jones closed above 10,000 points for the first time on this date in 1999. And you may, well, we all remember this. I know, you know, aircraft history. Six people died when an aircraft crashed near Hamilton. And that was the Kyolic Garlic Man died in that accident. Remember that? 1995? You don't remember that? No, I don't that. remember that one. No. No. There you go. First close-up pictures were taken of the planet Mercury on this date. Oh. 1974. Did you know that? And also the first Earth Hour took place on this date in 2008. Anything else? Yeah, this man would have changed his underpants in 1927. Major Henry O'Neill de Hain Seagrave became the first person to drive a car over 200 miles per hour. That was back in 1927 mm-hmm. on the Daytona Beach, Florida. But um, one I just quickly mentioned is 1982. Hulk Hogan took 11 minutes, 43 seconds to pin Andre the Giant <laughs> before 93,136 WrestleMania fans at the Silverdome of Pontiac. Now, the reason I mentioned that, yeah. I met Andre the Giant in San Francisco. Uh, airport. Uh, did you? And he's, he's a big guy. Bible. Thereabouts. Yeah. He mm. shook my hand and was still shaking afterwards. Apparently, <laughs> the hell of a nice guy. Yeah, I mean, yes, we nice. know it's all acting and yeah. so on, but and they were the best of friends. Oh. Was that the one where Hulk Hogan body slammed him? Oh, I, I don't think know. he picked him up and slammed him because right. um Was it in a like a WrestleMania? Mm. So thirty years, forty years ago. What? Uh, 19, that was nineteen eighty-seven. Uh, oh, no, oh, eighty-seven. Yeah, uh, thirty-five years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's that very famous where Hogan picks him up and slams him. Supposedly hadn't been done before. Yeah, fantastic, eh? There you go. Hmm. Right, I better play some Eric Idle because he's 79 today from Monty Python's Flying Circus. Fit a little bit of this in before the 8 o'clock news. Have a nice day. And look on the bright side of life, please, Eric. Some things in life are bad. They can really make you mad. Other things just make you swear and curse. When you're chewing on life's gristle, that grumble, give a whistle. And this'll help things turn out for the best. And always look on the bright side of life. Always look on the light side of life. If life seems jolly rotten, there's something you've forgotten And that's to laugh and smile and dance and sing When you're feeling in the dumps, don't be silly chumps Just purse your lips and whistle, that's the thing This program is made with assistance from New Zealand On Air For radio broadcast and through the accessmedia.nz website Thank you New Zealand On Air